welcome to Sport Insights with Imagio. And there's been one key issue, uh, certainly across particularly the cricket season, that um, keeps coming up, and that, that's the issue of mental health becomes such a big issue in sport these days. So we thought um, it was about time we addressed it um, on this podcast. Uh, Sam Maxwell, Managing Director of Imagio Group, is with me on the phone this week, Sam, because you're over in uh, in Melbourne. You've got a few commitments with uh, with Cricket Australia and Tennis Australia. Yeah, good to be here, Bridge. Been yeah, a couple commitments coming towards the end of the year with some, some cricket stuff, both um, some corporate clients, some Cricket Australia work, some stuff for our cricketers, and then, yeah, with the, the Junior Nationals and the Australian Open Wildcard playoff um, is, is underway. So it's been a, been a busy week, but, um, yeah, good fun at the same time. Absolutely. Now, as I just touched on, um, we've sort of been talking for a couple of weeks that we were going to address, um, I guess, mental health in sport, which is, as we know, has become such a, a big talking point um, in recent times and, and particularly uh, in cricket this, this year. Um, so many players have come forward and said that they needed to take a break for their own mental health. Probably in the last 18 months, uh, there have been plenty, plenty of examples of that. Uh, so... So we wanted to, to have a chat about that, Sam, and we thought we'd we'd uh, get one of our own uh, Imagio Group uh, athletes, one of our very best, in Jason Berendorf, to have a chat about it. Yeah, it's sort of been that that interesting one, isn't it? That you know, it's, it's been issues sort of going around for a while, but I think players now feel a lot more comfortable um, to, to talk about it, and it's sort of, I guess, the the purpose of this, you know, I guess, conversation and chat is, you know, looking at some of the underlying you know, causes, and um, and social media plays, you know, plays a really big role of that. That's probably been the, in my, you know, ten plus years of, of doing this, um, social media has been the thing that sort of changed, you know, the most, you know, the ability for. For, for the layperson or general public to um, to, to, to contact athletes, um, but also on the other side, um, as you'll hear from what, what Jason has to say, that you know the athletes, what they do in their spare time and um, how they how they deal and manage you know social media and what that can you know uh, the impact that can have on their uh, on, on their mental well-being. Absolutely, um, it's it, it is interesting to see how the two connect um, mental health and, and social media. I think clearly there is um, there is a bit of a connection there, and Jason will, will talk a bit more about that. But we uh, we won't keep keep people any longer from from what Jason has to say. Here's um, here's Jason Berendorf. Well, Jason, thanks so much for joining us. Um, it's obviously been a, a, a sort of big topic around, but particularly around cricket. Um, in recent times, a lot of guys uh, taking a break from the sport, um, guys and girls, um, for mental health reasons. I suppose it's a pretty complex issue, but um, but one I guess you you will have been aware of um, as a player over time. Just wanted to ask you first of all, um, you obviously know a lot more about it than, than us, uh, looking from the outside. Has the prevalence of it sort of surprised you in recent times at all, or? Um, I'll say that it has a little bit in the sense um, that a lot of it seems to have happened at the one time um, but it's understandable in the same sense that there's so much pressure in the game these days um, especially when we're talking around things like social media um, there's so many things that are, are said both good and bad that um, a lot of athletes will see um, whether they're purposely looking for it or whether whether it's being sort of um, thrown at them just by the nature of, of the way it all works these days. And 
um, and international cricketers in particular, um, obviously are under probably more of a microscope than um, than others. But it's yeah, it's it's a really hard thing to deal with at times, and and something that um, I think is is really important to deal with, uh, and that it's really good to see that so many people are feeling um, confident enough to actually step forward and say, yeah, I'm, I'm not okay at the moment. I need need some help. Well, I guess from your own experience, Jason, obviously um, it's not something we've probably heard you talk about, but you've had your share of injuries. Has that been sort of your lowest times for yourself personally? And I suppose you've spoken to me before about, especially when people don't know that you're even hurt and you're sort of playing through it. Is that is that some of the toughest stuff that you've had to deal with mentally? Or Yeah, it really is. Um, and the thing you touched on secondly there was, when other people don't necessarily know what's going on and and at the end of the day it's our job as cricketers to go out once you cross that white line it's our job to go out there and perform whether you're you're playing at 100 percent or not it's um you need to be at a obviously at a level to perform and and those are the things that you get judged on at the end of the day your performances um and and the thing for me was one of the big bash uh, seasons where I was playing um, under a fair bit of duress with, with issues in my back and it got gradually worse and worse throughout the tournament. Um, and that's that's the most mental pressure I've ever felt uh, in the sense that I was really struggling um, to to get out of bed some days. To I, I certainly didn't train or, or really do anything throughout the whole tournament. Uh, it was all about trying to get up for game day um, and putting on a mask at times, so to speak, to to keep telling people that I was okay when realistically my body wasn't very okay. It was very sore and um, and I was playing through stress fractures just trying to just trying to get some some uh, game time basically and, and go as far as I could. Um, so I, I felt extremely burnt out by the end of that big bash. Um, I personally took a, a social media break. I guess I, I put a, a bit of a ban maybe on myself is probably the easiest way to say it mm. um, because I knew that I couldn't couldn't deal with anything more than what I was dealing with. I didn't want to see a, a comment that um, I, whether I agreed with it or not, or whether it was true or not, or it didn't. I didn't. It didn't matter at the time. It was it was something that I just really didn't need to see. Um, and knowing knowing myself and also um, Javel, my wife was really big with with me through this um, this period and being so. So I guess um, concerned about the social media aspect and, and not delving too deep into anything um, because I knew that I, I couldn't handle it and that probably might have been the straw that, that sort of tipped me over the edge. And, um, yeah, so it's it's a very tough balance at times and um, and one that, yeah, you're, you're constantly fighting to, to find the right answer. Some days you you feel yourself not wanting to... To look at anything, and other days you'll you'll happily sit on social media and and like some photos or comments or, or post something yourself, and um, yeah, so you sort of go through ups and downs, I think. Um, and it's yeah, it's a it's a tough tough thing sometimes, and you got to find that balance. I think is probably the best way to put it. So you mentioned that you you gave yourself a ban at one point. How do you like to use your your social media? Obviously, you're on um, you're on Instagram, you're on Twitter and Facebook. Um, is it something that I guess outside of cricket you you enjoy, and or, or is it something you feel is part of part of I guess fan engagement that that you need to do to to, to be across that stuff? Um, I, I do enjoy it in the broader sense that 
um, like for me, looking at um, Instagram, I follow some car pages and, and that sort of things. I enjoy cars and, and looking at other um, sports and stuff like that. So that sort of thing. And then and Twitter for me is a really good one for a lot of news and, and, um, and things that you can get within an instant, which is, um, I guess, the world we're living in at the moment. Um, but as well, it's what you mentioned before about being a good tool for social engagement. It is, it is excellent because um, it gives people an insight into to what we're doing, and um, and I know so many people have a genuine interest in in what we're doing and what we're up to, and, and to give them a bit of a snapshot occasionally of, of where we're at. For me, for example, whether it be doing some rehab at the moment and um, ticking off a few markers and. Um, yeah, letting people know that, that I'm still going all right and um, and things like that. It's it's nice to uh, I think keep people uh, engaged and, and and I'm sure from chatting to other people that's that's something that they enjoy and, and knowing um, a bit about what's happening in the I guess sometimes the inner circle of, of things that you wouldn't see otherwise. Um, so I think that's that's something uh, that's important and a good thing with social media and um, something that I, I personally like to like to do because um yeah it's it's a very fortunate position that we're in and uh whether we like it or not we're role models especially to to children and, and younger people um so if we can show them especially the positive stuff that happens and, and all the hard work that goes into to everything that we do then i think that's a really good thing as well so is it the case you know when you hear people say um well you know if, if social media is a problem just get off it is it, is it kind of it's not that simple really is it especially um how how much it gets used you know in our generation and, and generations younger yeah, exactly right um i certainly don't think it's as easy as saying get off it um in in some ways it's an addiction as well it's something that um is very addictive um whether it's from a post something and see how many likes you get or um just a, a general sense of uh, feeling good or bad or indifferent. Um, those those social media can certainly play on all all facets in that sense. Um, yeah, and it's I I still remember now. It was really hard to go from using social media during that big bash period to then um, at the point where I felt no, I needed to get off. It was really hard to go cold turkey um, in that sense because sometimes you're literally sitting on the couch watching TV. And you've got your phone in your hand and you're scrolling through Instagram or Twitter, Twitter as well. And, um, yeah, so to actually put my phone away and, and not use it as much was really tough to get used to. But at the same token, after I got got a few days in and then got a week in, and um, you, you can find a way to, to not need to use it, which is, which is also really nice. You've, of course, played a fair bit in the IPL. Can you, can you describe what that that's sort of a different world again given how passionate the fans over there in india are um is that does that sort of heighten the social media stuff as well yeah it certainly does um and especially i was fortunate to play at mumbai which is a fantastic club um and with any team you've got all your your social media and digital guys that do a lot of content with you and and that was something i saw firsthand that was really uh really big over there um the, the amount of social media surrounding each team. I think the Mumbai Indians on Instagram would have multi-million followers. Um, so every time they post something, it goes out to a huge portion of of the world. Um, and yeah, those things, that's what they, 
I guess in that sense, that's what they get paid to do, all those digital guys, is to, to provide content and to keep in, um, users engaged. And, and for us as players, that's something that we buy into as well because whether you're training or you're getting ready for a game or you're doing recovery, whatever it is, there's a time that they'll be there with a, a camera in your face and say, look, how did the game go? What are you expecting for the next one? Um, how's training going? What are you working on? All those little things. Um, so it's yeah, it was that was definitely the most social media I've I've sort of encountered, and um, yeah, it's like I've, I've said a few times, it's it's both a, a good and a bad thing. Um, but as international and elite cricketers, it's something that we need to understand as a part of it and have to to find ways to to deal with it. Of course, uh, you've played for Australia of course, as well against India. Um, what's it like when you knock over a Shikha Darwin? Do you? Does it filter through to your to your socials? What happens there is is it sort of that direct uh, reaction? To something <laughs> yeah, it certainly. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, there's there's definitely been times where you'll come off the field and um, you've taken a crucial wicket or you've got a few wickets in the match or whatever it might be, and you turn your phone back on after getting it back, and it absolutely goes berserk. You've got messages that here here there and everywhere from. Um, from people you've never met before all over different social media channels to your best mates that are sending you congratulations messages as well. So, um, yeah, word like that and, and news like that travels extremely fast, um, especially on the, on the international stage when um, people from all around the world are watching. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's something that took me a bit uh, by surprise originally when it's almost like everybody knew what happened um, 24 hours ago or even five hours ago. And um, I remember a few few people just basically saying um, back home that they were like, oh, wow, we've been contacted by this person and that person and this person. They saw you do this, this and this. And um, and suddenly you, you actually understand a little bit to the scale of, of the reach uh, sometimes what happens um, in the real world then gets put on social media and, and the reach that it has is, is quite astronomical. Mm. So is it, I mean, obviously a lot of it's positive, the stuff that's filtering through. How do you sort of, um, oh, there would be some negatives as well, how do you, do, do you manage that day to day? Do you sort of just not look at, look at it in case there's some bad stuff if you're going through a rough trot or... Or do you do you look and then once you see it's a negative, try not to read it? Like it must be hard to manage because <laughs> you don't know what's coming through, I suppose. No, you don't, and that's that is the really hard thing because once you've read something, as much as you try and think about it or not think about it, you've read it, so it's there, um, and it's uh, something that yeah, the negative comments are, are never nice. No one likes to read anything bad about themselves or or think that other people have um, yeah bad opinions or bad thoughts about you. Um, but that's that's the world we live in. You're not going to be friends with everyone, and not everyone thinks you're um, you're amazing and that sort of thing. So it's um, it's a case for me of trying not to read into things too much, um, especially like you mentioned when you're when you're struggling a little bit or, or things aren't going the way you'd like them to, especially performance-wise. Um, it's it's a really hard thing, and it can be a bit of a black hole, and it almost suck you into it at times. And um, I know chatting to to various guys throughout my time playing cricket that um, sometimes they've they've read things and it's and it's really hit them hard because they're not in a great space at the time uh, they might be in a form slump or or something else completely 
unrelated to cricket, something else in life might have been really tough at the time, and and it's it hit them really hard. Um, so that's that's something I think a lot of us are fortunate that we've got um, management groups and teams and and great support around us as well that that also filter some of that. Um, so unless we really go looking for some things, you never see it, which is, I think, a real blessing in disguise. Um, but, yeah, don't get me wrong. Sometimes when you read things and, and it's a negative opinion, it yeah, it can hurt. And um, But at the end of the day, you need to stay true to yourself and, and know what what you know about yourself and what the truth is and, and hold your head high in that sense and, and, and really back yourself and, and know that um, not everyone's going to have a positive thing to say about you, but that's... Yeah, that's the world we live in, isn't it? Mm. So, so what would your message be, I guess, to, to fans on social media as, you know, hopefully um, they might listen, but uh, is there anything you'd sort of say, just you know, remember that you're all humans at the end of the day and that sort of stuff? Yeah, that's you've probably taken the words out of my mouth, to be fair. That's, um, that's exactly right. We are human and no one goes out there to perform badly uh, and no one wants to do a... A disservice to their team or themselves um so it, and that's i think what hurts the most is when when you have a bad day you're hurting you, you're not trying to perform badly and it sucks um and then for for people to jump on the wagon and, and tell you how bad you were as well doesn't make it make it any easier um so and that's that's also part of being in the in the spotlight so to speak playing playing cricket um is that people are watching and people are taking a keen interest good and bad um whereas if you're sitting in an office and going about your your daily business, you don't generally have thousands of or millions of people watching what you do. So it's yeah, it's it's part and parcel of of the business and the world we live in. Um, but yeah, try and try and remember that we're all human and we make mistakes and we're not perfect. How big do you think social media is in the mental health space, or is it sort of hard to to tell? Um, it's very hard to put a to gauge on it, but in my very unexperienced opinion in all that um, sort of thing. I think it's a huge thing. Um, the the biggest thing I think for me is the addiction side of it, knowing how um, addictive it is to be on social media because we have our phones so readily available all the time. Um, yeah, it's it's really tough at times. Um, and that's that was the biggest thing for me. If if you're in a rough trot and you don't want to don't want to see things that you potentially might come across, then the easiest way not to see them is to not be on it um, and that's easier to say than do at times but um, yeah you've, you've got to make the right call for you and um, yeah it's it's a real tough one and it's and it's not a nice thing to go through and I know that there are a lot of people struggling uh, with with mental health and, and especially in regards to social media so uh, I think a lot of people would have heard it but um, if you're not happy with your grandma reading it or, or your mum reading what you've written maybe don't write it so those those little things go a long way and, and just thinking about um, the person on the other end that you're directing it to How do you sort of if you know a, t- a teammate struggling or something how do you support them I guess the, the team environment's a good thing for that as well Yeah it's an excellent environment um, and we're very fortunate that we we spend a lot of time with our teammates, um, and they're not just teammates; they're mates. Um, and you, you get to know them so well because we get to spend so much time together. Um, and little telltale signs whether they they might be a very outgoing, extravagant person, and for some reason at training they just haven't said a word, or um, their mannerisms are, are very different. Um, those those things are some of the easier cues to pick up on. But 
um, I think as well it's as simple as just genuine genuine care, um, having a genuine conversation with someone and saying, are you okay? Um, that's that's something that can be as, as simple as it needs to be and um, a lot of times people say, yeah, I'm fine, um, but you might get the time when they say, no, I'm actually not. Um, this is hard or I'm struggling with this or whatever it might be and um, and that, those are the times you just need to listen and sometimes they literally just need to get something off their chest and um, and if you can be that support and they're the one that you uh, sorry you're the one that they trust and and feel like they can can talk to you about it then take the time and and sit there and chat to them about it and I know for me personally speaking about things is really important I I need to, to get things off my chest otherwise things build up and and then it's the the tiniest thing and, and suddenly everything explodes so um, yeah, those things are really important and, and knowing what works for you, whether it's talking, whether it's, um, yeah, what, whatever it might be, but just having that avenue and that outlet to, to express how you're feeling is so important. You're obviously in a period right now, Jason, where you've, you've had back surgery and um, you're doing your rehab and, and getting through that. Is, has this time, obviously you're trying to heal your body a bit, but is this time also a bit of a mental relief for you as well, just to... I guess recalibrate and I know you love your cricket but um, you're not going to have the stress of the I guess training and playing for, for the next couple of months. Yeah so for me it, it has been a, a nice mental break and, and a bit of a, a recharge period where I'm able to, to be home more at the moment and, and do things that I haven't been able to do a lot of you know, in particular in the last 12 months um, spending time with Javel and Harrison which is so important and having that quality family time especially as at the moment he's at such a, a formative age and he's like a sponge so everything we do he takes on and um, and I'm so fortunate to be around with him at the moment and looking at those things as well going forward enjoying the season that you're in um, a lot of people have said to me oh you must be so frustrated you're not playing cricket and this and that and and yeah, don't get me wrong, it's, it's disappointing. I love playing cricket and, and that's that's what I want to do and I want to keep doing for a long time. But I'm not playing cricket at the moment, so if I keep dwelling on that, then I'll be in a, a pretty pretty poor spot. I won't enjoy anything else. And um, the big thing for me at the moment is really enjoying what I am doing. Um, I'm not playing cricket, yes, but I get to spend time with my family. I get to spend time at home. Um, all those those little things that you sometimes not take for granted as such but you don't get to do as much so um yeah i'm really enjoying enjoying my season at the moment brilliant well it's been great to chat jason thanks so much for for joining us no worries thanks for having me well sam um that was really interesting to to, to get jason's thoughts i thought in particular that question of how big is social media in in this issue of mental health and he believes uh, he believes it plays a large part, which which is a really interesting perspective from from a current day player. Yeah, so it's that it's that pressure, isn't it? I mean, you know, there's there's so much pressure and expectation just on place in our elite athletes, and um, and the challenge is how they you know how how they deal with it. Um, you know, as you, as you touched on that, you know, when when things going when things are going well. Um, you know, the, the the public are the, are the first to congratulate and beat you up. But it, for the flip side, um, that when when things aren't going well, um, you know, there's there's a lot of criticism. And I always sort of say to to my guys that you know it's never as good as it seems. It's never as bad as it seems. So just trying to keep that trying to keep that balance, but also only no, not not let the you know it's, it's so easy to say, but not let those external things, the things that you can't control. Um, you know, affect affect your thought processes and um, yeah, and, and that type of thing. 
So from a manager's perspective, I think Jason mentioned it briefly in that chat as well, that you sometimes have to get involved in terms of filtering through the social media accounts. Is that Yeah, so yeah, so we so we filter all our um all our tennis and, and cricket players. We have access um to to, to their accounts, particularly the ones that have um, Facebook fan pages. Particularly on the tennis side, and um, I don't think really the general public would probably really have a full understanding of, um, of the, just the torrent of abuse that the tennis players receive when they when they lose a tennis match. Mm. Um, a lot of that comes through um, through betting. You know, people who have, who have you know individuals who have placed um, you know bets as part of multi bets or whatever it may be on on the outcomes of, of matches, um, and particularly when when a player is a favourite going in. Um, and the the abuse is it, it to, to be honest, it's, it's disgusting and it's, and it's vulgar. Um, and it's, I'm, I'm glad a lot of the times the athletes don't don't see that. So, particularly after after losses um, or even after wins and that side as well, we'll um, we'll go in and um, and and filter and delete a lot of things. Um, we I've, unfortunately a lot of play, um, individuals get banned from um, from the pages and accounts of, of our athletes, which is which is sad. Um, but yeah, we sort of try and take that measure so as best as possible. Um, the guys and girls don't need to don't need to see that. Uh, but the flip side is that you know, as I said before, you you know, the, you also when things are going well, you need to sort of you know take take that with a you know pinch of salt as well. And you know, it's, it's never as good as you know what it what it seems because in sport there's always there's always the next match or the next result that you need to you know get prepared for. You, you hear, of course, of, of players. You know, and athletes choosing to to go off social media in, in order to sort of protect themselves in a sense. But it, it, as Jason sort of said, it's not really realistic to expect modern day athletes to not be on social media, is it? Yeah, it's interesting. I guess it, to, to 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 completely go off social media is probably twofold. Is it going off from a, a point of view of you not posting any content. Um, there'll be certain times where our athletes, or, or the other side, is that um, that go off where the athlete won't be consuming any content, where they won't be looking at news or, or whatever it may be. So there'll be certain times for sure when, um, when you know, as you know, you know, Bridge, we, we, we actually post um, post things on behalf of the athlete for, for whatever it may be. Um, obviously, with their with their permission and, and consent, depending on what it what it may be. Sometimes they're actually not necessarily on it, but you know. We're still putting messages out there, but I think particularly when they're consuming, um, yeah, content as well, it can just become it can become tricky. As Jason said, you know, athletes they also have a lot of downtime, particularly when they're away on on tour and that they're in, in hotel rooms or in coffee shops, and um, yeah, the easy thing is just to, to pull out your phone and scroll through social media, and that's when you know some. Some problems for one another word can um, can arise. Mm. So, so if a sort of someone comes to you and says, "What what do you think I should do?" What what would, is your advice generally to them? The heart, yeah, it's, just, it's it's managing what you should control. I know that sounds I know that sounds you know really um you know really really basic, but if you know if to it's, if you do want to use it from a point of view of um of just consuming news, then only look at it in news and, and things that's unrelated to, to your sport or, or your profession. Um, 
and that way you know you can not worry about not worry about everything else but it's but it's it's hard it, it is it's really tricky i mean i said before that that is this is the single most thing that i think's changed in the sports landscape in the last you know 10 10 years and um and just be mindful of, of using it at certain times, but but not not getting too caught up in it as well, which is um, it's much easier said than done. And in your view, I mean, it's clearly a complex issue, and there's there are plenty of layers to this. In your view, how big is it, social media, in terms of of mental health? Yeah, I mean, I obviously know I'm no expert by by any stretch, but I, it it definitely. It, it, it does play a big role, as, as Jason said. I think, um, I think from, from both sides, as I said, it, you know, players can get, you know, put put on a put on a pedestal or, or something. There, you know, one result or, or one outcome can, can maybe be, you know, beat up or exaggerated, maybe bigger than what it is. Um, and out of the other side is that, you know, players can just, as I said before, get criticised. You know, just a, a ton of abuse, which is completely unwarranted. Um, and it's, you know, as Jason said, the, these guys are only human. Um, you know, if if someone was saying that to you constantly in the street, it, it has to affect you. It, 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 you'd be, if you're not, you'd be, would be, wouldn't be human not to. Um, so it's it's tricky. It's hard. It's it's just that balance um, of wanting to keep your fans and those who follow you engaged. But also, you know, look after your own, you know, mental, you know, well-being, and not letting the outside, you know, sources or influences, um, you know, have much effect on 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 your thought process. And going forward, do you think we'll just talk about it a little more? You know, is clearly we we're doing that, and, and players are feeling comfortable to to come forward and speak. Do you think it's yeah, just going to be an ongoing process from here? Yeah, look, I think I think it's good that everyone that every that. Um, that people are feeling comfortable talking about. I think that's great. I think it's great that the sporting codes and sporting teams are, um, are taking action and really sort of being supportive of, um, of of that. I think elite sport is a very high pressure environment that um, that has changed a lot, particularly on the cricket space. I reckon the last you know, little bit with um, with the advent of you know more competitions and um, and and you know become a lot more global as well. So. There is a lot of pressure um, placed on placed on the athletes, um, and it is something that's going to continue to be continue to be talked about. And it's going to be a lot more, I think, uh, education and training for for the athletes around how to handle, you know, social media, so that it doesn't, you know, it doesn't, um, you know, play on the on the the, the mental well being of um, yeah of the individual. Absolutely, it's something we're going to continue to chat about into the future, I would think. But I think uh, it was great, certainly, to hear Jason's thoughts and and your thoughts on on dealing with these sort of these these sorts of things that um, I guess most people in the general public don't have to deal with. So um, it's been a great insight, Sam. Yeah, and I think like Jason's someone who's who's experienced it on you know on on many levels. As, as you said, you know he's played he's played in the IPL, he's played for Australia, he's played in the Big Bash. Um, and he's an individual that is very measured as well. Um, so yeah, he's, he's um, yeah he's, he understands it, um, but he also can uh, he's pretty good at managing it as well. I reckon. Brilliant. Well, it's been great to chat, Sam. Um, I know you're busy over there in in uh, chilly Melbourne as we fry over here in Perth. So um, thanks again for for chatting, and um, we'll chat again next week. 
look forward to it. We'll uh, see you back in Perth when it's not uh, 41 degrees. Even I, yeah, much prefer the heat as opposed to this chilly Melbourne weather. <laughs> Thanks, Sam.